welcome to the How to Market Your Horse Business podcast. I'm so glad you're joining me here today. My name is Denise Alvarez, and before we jump into the three words that I have for you today, I would love to briefly tell you about myself and my business, just in case we're new friends, and then we will jump into the meat of our episode. So as I said, my name is Denise Alvarez, and through my business, Storm Lily Marketing, I get to help dream-chasing horse business owners like yourself to see clearly through the marketing overwhelm and the muck and mire that is out there so that you can make a doable plan that will help to turn your online audience into your customers. I do that through one-on-one coaching, as well as website design and website content, and Social Stride, my monthly coaching program. I do each of these things along with this podcast so that you can be out in the barn or out in the arena doing what I know that you love to do, being with horses, right? And that's also why here on the podcast, you can expect step-by-step strategies, some mindset shifts, as well as basic how-tos that will help you not only see what's possible for your horse business, but to guide you through that process so you can make it happen. And I'm so excited to be doing that in 2023. It's officially 2023 at the time of this recording and the release of the podcast. And I know that there is no shortage of goal-setting resources out there for you as an entrepreneur. I have personally received multiple emails from different types of entrepreneurs and coaches that I personally follow, and I actually just finished up a goal-setting challenge inside of Social Stride where we set some goals together for 2023. And this time last year and 2022, I did a goal-setting webinar as well. So I love goal setting. I love that other people are out there doing it as well. And it's because they matter, right? They really do help to give us a filter when it comes to our daily task. But today, we're not necessarily talking about setting goals. But another thing that I love, which is the idea of choosing a word for your year. Now, the three words I have for you today I'm not necessarily suggesting they should be your words for the year if you do that, Um, but they are words that I think will help to guide you as a business owner and an equine entrepreneur as you pursue the goals that you have set. Now, do you do a word of the year? That's what I would love to know. Send me a message on Instagram or Facebook or send me an email. I would love to know if this is new to you or if it's something you've done before. So just in case it's a new concept, doing a word of the year is not like a goal and it's not really a resolution. It's more of the idea of setting a focus and an intention for your year. Or if we're talking for your entire life aspect and not just business, maybe it's a truth or a promise that you want to hold on to throughout the year. Now, personally, I've been doing a word of the year since 2016, and it's really been a gift. I love the idea of it. And honestly, not just for business. When I do a word of the year, it's something that applies to all aspects of my life. So it impacts families and friendships and my relationship with God and business and health. And for me personally, I always connect it to a scripture as well. Now, Right now, I don't even have a word of the year for 2023, or I would share it with you. But if you follow me on Instagram, I will make sure to share it when I have really decided what that is. I have a few words that I'm thinking about. 
However, when it comes to business, I do have three specific words that as I sat down to look at the year and think about, these three words came to mind. And so I wanted to share them with you as business owners as well. Because I know that you are not just dreaming. You're not just a dreaming horse business owner. You are a dream chasing horse business owner because you're actually doing the work to chase the dream and make things happen. And so as you do that, it can be very easy to become caught up in the busy work, right? And forget that it needs to be connected to something. So that's why I want to share these three words with you to give you some personal focus as you head into the year and as you plan for your business. All right. So I have three words for you. The first word is invest. Now, originally, I was actually going to say steward. And I do believe in being a good steward of our time and our resources. But even more than that, I am realizing personally, and I want to challenge you to consider this, that every moment really is an opportunity to make an investment. Now, what does that actually mean? All right, so I definitely Googled definition of invest, and here's what it says. The idea to invest is to devote your time or effort or energy to a particular undertaking with the expectation of a worthwhile result. I actually really love that definition and it made me love this word even more because it really is the idea of an expectation of a result. You're doing it with a purpose and not just because you wanna be a good steward, but because you want to see that result on the other side. So there are a couple areas specifically where as business owners, we can be intentional to invest. One of those is your time. Now, as I was looking at this, I actually had received an email on goal setting and planning for the year from a gal named Jamie Truel. She's a profit strategist. And she had two specific questions that she shared that I thought were really good that have to do with investing your time. So I wanted to share them with you. Now, of course, take your notes, but you can also catch these on the show notes for today's episode, which is episode number 103. So if you go to stormthelate.com slash 103, the numbers, 103, then you'll see the highlights from this episode and you will get these three words and some of the accompanying questions that go along with it, all right? So here's the first question that Jamie had shared. When it comes to your time, which activities in your business have yielded you the best return on the time invested? Now, because she's a profit strategist, her example was, What's getting gotten you the most money? What's generated the most amount of money? But as you're looking at this, I want you to think about the end result that you have in mind. And so when it comes to your time, yes, as a business owner, I want you to evaluate what is really helping your bottom line, because you're going to need to be profitable in 2023 to continue in business. So definitely look at the time that you're spending and what is adding to your bottom line. But also think about return on investment, maybe with your team members or with your horses, that type of thing as well, okay? So that's question number one about time. Question number two about investing your time. Which activities in your business have the lowest return or maybe no return on the time that you have invested? So maybe you just need to take a glance at your calendar from the past few months or look at your to-do list if you're a pl- if you have a planner, maybe look at your planner from the past few months. 
Look at those activities, the things that you've been writing down, and evaluate if they are the best way for you to invest your time as you move into the new year. Now, I have some other super practical questions that go along with this idea of investing your time that I'm going to ask you, and I just want you to push pause, ponder, and really take time to evaluate, okay? So for example, let's look at your email inbox, which is one for me that definitely I have learned I need to set a timer or it can just suck my time. So maybe it's your email inbox and the newsletters, the industry newsletters that you get, right? It's not even client emails, or maybe it is client emails and text messages that come in and they are really taking up your time. How can you simplify things? to make sure that your time is being used wisely and invested well. Maybe you need to evaluate what needs to be taken off of your plate completely. What has been on your list that really shouldn't even be there anymore? And maybe you need to delegate some of those things. What are some of the items that can be delegated? What can someone else do for you? Do you need to get a virtual assistant? Or perhaps you need a working student or an assistant trainer or an assistant photographer, or maybe you need a handyman or handywoman on the farm that's going to help you out. What are some things that you can delegate so that you can really make the best use of your time? And then what are some things that you can automate? For example, if client communications are really taking a lot of your time, are there things that you are getting asked regularly? that you can maybe automate some of the responses. Perhaps it means you're going to filter your new inquiries through your website. Maybe you need a forum on your website that sends an automated welcome email message when they when they join, and it gives them the answers to the common questions that you're asked on a regular basis. So look for some things that you can automate moving forward so that you are investing your time wisely, all right? Now, the other item, I should say, that I want you to consider with this idea of investing is your resources. Okay, so I want you to look at how you're investing your time and how you're investing your resources when it comes to your equine business. So for example, of course, money is definitely a resource that every business owner is managing and needs. So can you perhaps evaluate your expenses from the last year? What are some things that you perhaps don't need to spend that much money on or as much money on in the coming year? Maybe it is setting goals for your profitability. Have you actually taken time to look? Maybe you need to calendar the idea of um, monthly profitability checks, right? Or just really actually taking time instead of waiting till tax time, right? Or instead of waiting until a bill is due and then you go into the bank account to see what's there. Maybe you need to schedule in working with the bookkeeper and really getting a hold of the resources of the money in your business. Another valuable resource that we should be investing is your space. Now think about that depending on what you're what you're doing, right? If you're a photographer, if you're a trainer, if you're a writing instructor, I understand that's going to look different for everybody. So maybe it is your tack room. Maybe it is how you organize your gear. Maybe it is your office and you're starting to do more live videos. And so you need to get organized with where you're going to be and, and get the equipment that you need, right? Think about the space around you and how you're investing into that space to make it really build up your business. The other resource that you have, friends, is your knowledge. 
As you move into this year, I want you to invest in your knowledge. Be learning on a regular basis. You're here on the podcast because you're all about learning, right? Some of you are inside of Social Stride, my monthly coaching program, because you're all about learning. Now, can I encourage you with something too? Some of you are always learning, but then not taking action. So I want to encourage you, part of investing your knowledge wisely is to, yes, gain knowledge and then turn around and make sure you are applying what you are learning. Now, one last resource I want you to consider as an equine business owner is your health. Now, this is something that I'm personally learning to focus on this year as well. And the example that I actually heard recently in a podcast was from Tim Tebow. Many of you, of course, probably know him as a football player, but right now he leads a large nonprofit organization, his foundation, and he's uh, very involved in a few different things. And so I heard him on a leadership podcast, and he was talking about one of the reasons, of course, he's been into health and fitness as an athlete, but aside from that, one of the reasons that he really cares about what he puts into his body and taking care of it is because it gives him clarity of thought and really helps him to make the decisions he needs to make as a business leader from a place of clarity and not being muddied up because he's tired and groggy and and not taking good care of himself. And for me, that really spoke to me as a business owner. And it reminded me, yes, we talk about food being fuel. And many of you probably talk to your clients about fitness and being fit for being a good rider or horse, you know, welfare and fitness and things like that. So let me challenge you as a business owner, as you move into 2023, to invest in your own personal health and the impact that's going to make on your business. Okay, so my first word for you to guide you in this new year is invest. The second word that I have for you is focus. Now, focus was actually my word of the year back in 2018, so it was actually fun for me to go revisit some of my thought processes in that and why that was my word of the year, because previously, in 2017, dream was my word, and the Lord had really opened me up to dreaming again after a long period of not really knowing what things were going to look at and look like, and so when I started dreaming, I started to dream up this business, believe it or not, it is the year in 2018 that I officially started Storm Lily Marketing because I began to focus on moving towards some of those dreams. And Storm Lily Ranch was a part of that as well, which many of you have heard me talk about. And so I love the idea of focus because as we do that, then it really helps us to get closer to those dreams that I know that you have in your heart. And so it's a really great word Because it allows us to get rid of distractions and truly focus on doing the work that you love to do. I know that as a business owner, it is so easy to get caught up in the busy work. And I also know that entrepreneurs are famous for having lots of ideas and for being excited and wanting to take action and then maybe moving on to the next idea and take a little action and then move on to the next, right? You can call it shiny object syndrome, or you can call it chasing squirrels, depending on the person or uh, your frame of mind. And maybe that's you. You have a lot of ideas for your business, and you are regularly moving from one thing to the next without having the patience to focus on just one thing in your business and really nurture that. 
invest in it, put your energy into it, and allow it to come to life. Allow it to have results because you put the time and energy into it and allows you to bring your dreams to life in that process. Now, I know that you likely have more than one dream inside of you, and I get that. I do too. But I also know that if we are chasing all the things all the time, we're never going to make progress. So my question for you is, what do you need to focus on in 2023 that's going to move you closer to the dreams you have in your business? Perhaps this is the year you're going to redo your website. This is the year you're going to invest in a new website because you haven't had one yet. You've just been using social media. Perhaps this is the year you're going to focus on social media and you're going to actually pick one platform and go all in and build those relationships and make those sales and really build your business through that. And perhaps it's really putting together a marketing plan and you're going to invest in one-on-one coaching with someone like myself who's going to help you customize that plan so you know what to do from day to day and from week to week when it comes to emails and websites and social media, right? Or social stride is another way that you can invest in your marketing. All of those things, when it comes to your business, you're going to have to focus on if you want to see results. Now, I'm going to share two quotes with you about focus before we move on to our third word. First, it's from Alexander Graham Bell, and he said, concentrate all your thoughts upon the work at hand. The sun's rays do not burn until brought to a focus. I thought that was such a beautiful word and a reminder of the power that's available when we really do focused work and we focus on one thing at a time. The other quote I have for you is from Steve Jobs, and he says, focusing is about saying no. So as you focus in your equine business and throughout the year, other things come in front of you, you're going to have to also have the power to say no. This is a decision I made. I'm going to focus on this. I'm going to see it through because I believe that when I do, there are going to be results on the other side. All right. So your second word to guide you in the new year is focus. Now I have one more word for you that may actually surprise you. My third word is resistance. Now, as you focus, I can tell you one thing is for sure. You are going to encounter resistance. Now, I read a book this past year called Do the Work by Stephen Pressfield, and he actually coined the term resistance in his previous book, The War of Art. And he talked about it as a force of nature that stops creative people from achieving their ambitions. He actually says, where there is a dream, there is resistance. Thus, where we encounter resistance, somewhere nearby is a dream. And I am sure that speaks to you because I guarantee that even as you began to build your own business, you encountered resistance, right? And then as you level up, you continue to do that. Now, it has many forms. It may be negative self-talk. It may be imposter syndrome, not feeling like you're good enough for the next level, not feeling like you're qualified even when you are. Perhaps it's comparison, fear of failure, fear of the unknown. And so resistance is the word I'm giving to you to guide you because I don't want you to be surprised by it. The more that you stretch yourself in your business, the more you are going to find resistance. The more you seek to grow as a business owner, it's going to happen. 
it truly is part of the natural strain of leveling up. Because we all know that nothing great or worth working hard for is easy. We know those things in our head, um, but sometimes our heart doesn't always match up that, that, right? We know there will be challenges. So what I'm encouraging you to do by giving you this word is to be prepared for it. So how do we prepare for resistance? Well, first of all, we expect it. We're not blindsided or surprised when it happens. And just knowing that, it's going to at least help soften the blow a little bit, okay? Now, the other thing I want you to do is prepare for it by having some sayings at hand. You may call them mantras. You may call them affirmations. Maybe it is scripture. Maybe it is um, quotes, right? There are a variety of ways that you can do that. But be prepared by battling it ahead of time and knowing what's going to come. Maybe you know what tends to be a fallback for you. So for example, when you start to grow your business, your list may get a little bit longer. You may start to venture into things that you weren't prepared for and you start to feel overwhelmed. You can borrow this one. I didn't come up with it myself. Actually, I heard Marie Forleo share it and she said that hers is, I don't do overwhelm. She said, I just make a choice ahead of time. So when that feeling starts to come, I remind myself, I don't do overwhelm. This is not going to overwhelm me. Here's what I'm going to do to work through it. And just making that declaration verbally if you have to, right? It doesn't mean you don't experience that feeling initially, but then you're prepared for it. And you're like, okay, I don't do overwhelm. Let's stop right here. Let's make a plan. What do we need to do? Who do we need to reach out to? Who do I need to delegate, right? And just take back control. Perhaps it is one of my new favorites, which is action brings clarity. It means it's okay to take messy action and then figure out what's next as you go. But if you stay stuck and you don't actually do anything, then you're not going to see progress. So instead, just tell yourself, look, I'm doing this. Action brings clarity. I'm not going to wait until it's perfect. I'm going to take action. And I know I'll have clarity on the other side. Trying to figure out who your audience is, take action get into conversation with people that you think are your best fit audience, get a feel for it. What are the problems they have? Maybe you're going to get into that conversation and realize you were a little bit off base in your marketing. You weren't quite on point, but as you take action, you're going to have clarity. Okay. One more example to you. And this is one that I also use. And it is just a reminder to me that God has called me and he goes before me. So perhaps you need to borrow that one to be reminded that you have been called to this in your business. He's going before you. He has got this taken care of. And you can just continue to take one step of faith after another. Doing the work has some really great principles and insights to help you get to the finish line. Sorry, not doing the work. Do the work. The book that I referenced was Stephen Pressfield. So in addition to the ones I just shared with you, I do recommend that book. It had some really good insights and nuggets. And simply the idea, though, is that you can expect resistance. It's going to be there. So do not let it keep you from chasing that dream and making the progress that I know that you want to see happen in 2023. Okay, friends, those are my three words for you. All right. Invest, focus, resistance. Now, I do not want to overwhelm you. So if you're like, Denise, I haven't done a word of the year. Three is a little much for me. That's cool. Pick one. All right. Pick one just for your business even. 
And I want to hear which one it is, which one really resonates with you, which one speaks to you. So send me a message, leave a comment on my social media. I would love to hear from you. Which word is really the one for you and your business right now? Now, one more thing I want to share with you as you move into 2023 and you begin to really focus on your marketing, I have a free masterclass coming up all about the top marketing trends in equine businesses for 2023. Registration as of the time of this recording is not yet open, but what I can tell you is if you jump onto my email list, follow me on social, then you will absolutely find out when I open registration for that. It's going to be in January. And so head to stormlily.com, sign up for my emails through one of my free resources or stormlily.com slash podcast. You can sign up there. Either way, if you get on my email list, you will be the first to know when I open registration for this free masterclass. I wanna do all that I can to equip you to share the message of your business well in 2023 so that you can get connected with the right people that are there for you and your business. Now, again, you can find a summary of today's episode over at stormlily.com slash 103. I will have the highlights there. And as always, if you have any questions about what you've heard here, or you are interested in one-on-one coaching or social stride, then please feel free to reach out. Stormlily.com, again, is the website. Shoot me an email, denise at stormlily.com anytime. I would love to hear from you. All right. I'm so grateful you are here. I'm so excited for what is ahead for you and your equine business. And I appreciate you coming to the podcast. I'm so grateful for the opportunity to serve you. And I look forward to doing so for the rest of this year. Have an amazing day, friends.